You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Do you have an appreciation um, for this feeling of being able to be embedded with a team once again, as opposed to the national yeah. lifestyle? Because it's like you're living with a rock band and covering them for Rolling Stone, you know? So right. it's something like it's, it's, yeah, it's very different. And I have an appreciation for both, to be honest with you. So, you know, if you had asked 26-year-old me, what are your dreams? I don't know how I would have answered that question. But both of them are wonderful. So as I said, I was part of ESPN's baseball crew for 28 years, and I'm, I'm still doing college basketball for them, which I've done for the last 28 years. And, you know, there's nothing like whether it's Giants, Dodgers or Duke Carolina or whatever it is going in and doing the game that, you know, people all around the country are going, wow, this is the game I want to watch. That, that, that's a pretty cool feeling. There is a different feeling when you are with a team all the time. You develop relationships. They trust you. You can get access to whoever you want. Your research is different. Like if you called me, at, if somebody was filling in for me on the Blue Jays game and you called me at 6.30 and said they're sick, you've got to do the game, I could do the game. Could I go do a White Sox-Twins game on half an hour's notice? I mean, I could, but I, it'd be a bit more of a struggle. So, you know, being around a team every day, both on a personal and professional level is a bit of a different feeling. And then, you know, you compound that with the fact that I'm from Toronto and Jason Benetti and I have talked about this. Like there are only for argument's sake, 60 of these jobs in baseball, 30 TV, 30 radio play by play. How many of the 60 are actually calling games for the team from their own hometown? I don't know, 10, 15, 20. I, I don't know what the answer is. I haven't, I've thought about it, but I know I'm lucky. Um, if we have a guest in the booth from the 1985, you know, the first ever playoff team for the Blue Jays, you know, if Lloyd Mosby's in the booth, I know Lloyd Mosby. I was at that game. I know his history. I know his numbers from 1983, that sort of thing. That to me is both a real lucky bonus for me and it's fun. You know, I grew up in Toronto. I was at the first ever game in 1977. My dad took me to a million games. I took my boys to a million games. Um, so on that level, being embedded with a team, to use your term, and being embedded with a team that I know their history from day one, you know, not perfectly. There were many, many years I wasn't here where I was full-time ESPN baseball. And I, I don't claim to know those years as well as the years before and since. But, um, you know, to be part of this team – and for the viewers to know I'm from Toronto, that I'm Canadian, that I was at the ballpark when they were at the ballpark, that that's, you know, that's not something you can quantify. There's no analytics on that, but it's something that I enjoy feeling. That's, that's so great. Uh, two things. One, I remember when it was Bell, Barfield and Mosby thinking to myself that maybe Silvestre Campusano, Glenn Allen Hill and Rob Ducey were going to be just wow. as good when they were wow. at Syracuse. So that's pretty good. <laughs> 
you've triggered my Blue Jays memories there. Um, yeah. With that as the backdrop, can you tell us about the layers that were going on for the famed Jose Batista bat flip game? Because you had family in the stands as well as doing the game, right? Okay, so you're a little bit familiar, obviously, with the backstory. So it, it's funny. This is another one of those weird ones. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast nobody in canada knows i did that game because i did it for espn radio and obviously in canada you were either watching on national television or you were listening to the blue jays radio network so I was doing, I was in Chicago, coincidentally enough. Um, I want to remember, I think the Cubs were playing the Cardinals in the playoffs that year. It was what it was. Um, you might remember better than me. Maybe the Mets, maybe the Cubs were playing the Mets. Whoever the Cubs were playing in the first round of the 2015 playoffs. It's the Cardinals and it's a very it's memorable series. That's when they passed them and then got the Mets and got spanked in the, in the NLCS. So you're right. Cubs Cardinals. Okay, so the, the Cubs, and I hope I'm not remembering this all wrong. The Cubs series, the division series ended, I want to say in four, but it ended a day before it ended the day before game five of the Blue Jays and Rangers. I was not doing the Blue Jays and Rangers. I was doing the Cubs and the Cardinals. And I'm, I get in a cab after the last game of the Cubs series, and I'm going back to our hotel um, in Chicago. And my boss at the time, John Martin, calls me, and he says, what are you doing tomorrow? And I said, well, our series is over. I, I had bought tickets for the Blue Jay playoff games, and I was kind of sharing them with my sons and parents and whoever, whatever. And I said, well, I've got tickets. I'm going to go home. I'm going to boot one of my family members out of their seat, and I'm going to go to game five tomorrow between the Blue Jays and the Rangers. He said, can you do the game? And I said, what do you mean, can I do the game? I said, where's Dave Fleming? Because Dave Fleming, great announcer, was on the series. And he said he got pulled off for a college football game on TV. I don't know why. I, I never knew. I didn't matter. He goes, can you do the game? I said, yeah, I can do the game. So the, the only game of that series I did was game five uh, between Toronto and Texas. I did it with Rick Sutcliffe, who had been on the whole series. And thankfully, you know, he had seen every pitch of that series. And that was great help to me. But again, I was in my own hometown in my own home ballpark. Although I hadn't returned to the Blue Jays at that point. I was not back doing Blue Jays games, but obviously I was a little bit, you know, more familiar with them than most teams. So I get home the next day at like noon and at 30, I'm at the ballpark getting ready to call a deciding playoff game. 
So seventh inning, I believe there's this crazy play where Russell Martin, the Blue Jay catcher, tries to throw the ball back to the mound and Shinsu Chu is not doing anything wrong. But Chu's bat is kind of out here. But again, it's within the confines of the batter's box. Martin's throw hits the bat. The ball bounces into the infield. The Rangers score a run. And I mean, the place goes ballistic. Like, I've never seen a place get angrier than that. As it turns out, the run should have scored. It's a live ball. It wasn't Chu's fault. But in the moment, a lot of people in the ballpark in Toronto didn't understand that. And, and, and I probably didn't understand it. In, in the immediate moment either, you know, as a few seconds, a couple minutes went on and, you know, we realized what had happened, but there, there is sometimes this pervasive feeling in Canada that the U S sports, the U S networks don't want a Canadian team to do well because it's not good for their business. So there, some people feel there's a bias against Canadian teams. I'm not among them, but, but some people up here do. So they start littering the field with everything you can, you know, Coke bottles and beer cans and, and it was bad. It was really, really bad. Um, so my parents who were in their seventies at the time were at the game with my two sons, two of my sons. And in that moment where all hell's breaking loose, I texted, I sent a group text to all of them. And I said, if they lose this game, do not leave your seats. I will come get you and take you out underground with me. I don't want you going to find your car. Like there could be a riot outside the ballpark. I was really nervous. You know, my dad at the time was... Yeah, he might have been 80, 81 years old. I didn't want them looking for their car. Like, what if they were, you know, what if it got really bad? So then 10 minutes later, Elvis Andrews makes a couple of errors and Jose Bautista hits the bat flip home run. And they take a, I think a six to three lead at the time. And I texted everybody and I said, it's okay. We're good. I'll see you at home. Everything's fine. <laughs> so, because once, once we knew they were going to win the game, we knew everything was going to be fine. But it is without question the most uh, emotionally charged sporting event I've ever been at. And I don't say that with pride because again, I think the fans went overboard with their displeasure in the top half of the inning, but that moment where Bautista hit the home run, it, it's not something I think that people from a lot of other cities would be able to understand. The one, one Bautista drives it deep left field. Gone! The Blue Jays' dugout has erupted as they greet Bautista at the edge of the track. Suddenly, it is six to three for Toronto. Unfortunately, there's more debris on the field, and that needs to stop. It was a release of emotion for Blue Jays fans whose team had not been in the playoffs for 22 years before that year. It was such a release of emotion. Uh, anger coming out, relief coming out, joy coming out, everything coming out at the same time that this team might actually win this game and win this series, no no matter what might be going against them. And, and uh, you know, again, having grown up in that city, I I got it. And uh, it was it was cool. It's been cool sharing moments with family members who are big Blue Jays fans. That's been a big part of the fun for me.